Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 12 of the Steam Deck Podcast, Flip Screen Games Weekly Podcast, all about Valve's hot new handheld. I'm your host this week, Stephen Radford, and I'm joined by fellow Steam Deck enthusiast, Max Wright. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm alright, how are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. Glad to be here again. And yeah, it feels like only tomorrow. yesterday we, we were talking <laughs> about video games. So if you don't know, Max was on uh, Flip Screen Games podcast for our sister show yesterday. We spoke all about Unreal Engine 5. Is that the future of games engines? We spoke about scary games like uh, Silent Hill, Resident Evil, that kind of stuff. It was a good episode, so go check that out as well. It's probably going to be out by the time this is out. If not, it'll be out tomorrow. I'm really not sure what our schedule is while Pete's away. It's just all over the place. So uh, Pete will be back next week. If you're not aware, he got married. He's in Jamaica at the moment, enjoying his honeymoon. Unfortunately, we couldn't join him in Jamaica. I had to refund my ticket because I already misunderstood what he meant by, yeah. can, you, can you cover me while I, yeah. It was a real shame. Like I was really looking forward to, to jaying off to Jamaica and doing some uh, some episodes of the podcast on like location, I guess. And playing playing Steam Deck as well on the beach. Yeah, I see. So Pete will be back next week, and he'll be telling us all about how he probably didn't play any games while he was away because who plays games when they're on their honeymoon? But you know, who knows? Maybe maybe he did. <laughs> uh, we got we got a good episode this week. There's a bunch of stuff that came out. Uh, Steam Deck's new uh, Steam Deck's UI is replacing Big Picture Mode on PC finally. Looks like SteamOS imaging is coming, so you'll be able to install SteamOS on other uh, other computers. Uh, and there was a customization menu that we found in uh, SteamOS, so we're going to talk all about that. Uh, but before we do, I just need to thank our Patreon producers for the month of October. They are Christian Oliveria, Christopher Valenz, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, a.k.a. Asobi, Mary Berry, Wakahula, and Zaid Ida. Thank you so much for all of your support. We couldn't do this without you. Uh, and if you want to get involved, head over to patreon.com slash flipscreengames. Uh, but before we do do get into to digging into the news, I want to ask you some questions, Max, because I think you got your Steam Deck later than me. I'm interested in, like, your experience with it, how you, uh, like, what model did you get for starters? Like, what are you playing on it? Any tips and tricks, that kind of thing? Uh, I, yeah, I got mine probably about five weeks ago. I pre-ordered in... I want to say March. No, I want to say May. I think it was May. Uh, I thought, you know, I'll do the... Why not? I'll, I'll put the £4 down. Um, nothing is it, and I can just sort of decide against it. And I, and I went back and forth a bunch of times on it. Um, our friend Chloe, we talked a lot about... You know, she was really excited for it, and I wasn't so excited for it. And I kept talking myself out of it for some reason, but as soon as I got my notification through, um, I was like, oh, well, it's now or never, really, isn't it? Two weeks before it became available to the public, but whatever. Um... I, yeah, so I'm really glad I got it. Um, I've, I've played just so many games on it since since it came out. Um, I'm actually just going to check the list because I'm going to I'm going to forget them all. But I've, I've been playing. Um, I've, I've tried to sort of go through my backlog instead of picking up new games uh, because I've you know, been a PC gamer for uh, a while, probably about twelve years, I guess. Um, jumping from sort of laptops to PCs to all sorts of things. Um, and I've just amassed over that time through like Humble Bundles, Humble Monthly, uh, Steam sales, all these things. I've amassed about 300 games and I've probably only, you know, oh my God. Um, played like, yeah, I probably only played like 10% of that, if that. Um, so it's really easy to, yeah, it was great to like get in the habit of just like buying games when they're on sale. And I, I get in trouble with that and I never end up playing them. So I'm now in the mindset of if there's a game I know I'm going to play and actively want to play. If it's on sale, then fine. If not, I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, like when you see just like a load of those sort of old, uh, older AAA titles that you're like, oh, I liked that or I wanted to play that. And you see it's like three pounds. Like, oh, I'll just get it for the future. You never know. But that quickly builds up to sort of 10, 15 games. And you've, you've spent as much on those as you would have done if you just bought one game that you knew you were going to play. Um, I've had to recently really curb myself to, to sort of not getting anything uh not getting any, anything unless it's like it's new and it's out now and i'm gonna sort of get it now uh, and play it now instead of just getting something for the future um so i started off my uh on my steam deck i, I wasn't really playing it for a little while because i was trying to finish off xenoblade and in that time i was sort of tinkering with it and trying out the emulation and things like that and i found myself getting really frustrated because i wasn't playing by the rules of like emu deck you know i wasn't just 
putting the games in the folder that was given to me and I wasn't then like working going through Steam or Manager, whatever. I was just trying to go the long way around. I was trying to transfer them from my computer instead of just downloading them straight away. I was getting really sort of frustrated with it. Didn't want to touch it. Um, then I played through Grime on it, which is a, a Metrovania uh, game that I've been waiting for to come to Switch. And I thought, well, it's £15 on Steam. I'll just get it there instead. Uh, and I, you know, suddenly had that feeling again of like on the Switch of, of 10 minutes here, turn it off, whatever. 10 minutes there, turn it off, play for an hour. Um, and then I decided to go back into the emulation and do what Emudeck wanted me to do. Uh, and then it just sort of clicked. And I've just been sort of played Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 3, Inside. Uh, Soul Reaver, Little Nightmares 2, Blood Omen, uh, Scorn. Um, been playing loads of Vampire Survivors, as we talked about on the uh, Flipskin Games podcast. Um, and most of those games are sort of native. You know, you just you just open up Steam and, and you play them. Yeah. Uh, but some of them have required a bit more tinkering, and that's actually been quite fun. I've, I've never uh, used Linux before, um, other than when I was trying to set up a Raspberry Pi and... You know, the whole, open up the console, you type in dollar sudo, whatever, you type in what you need, you hope you typed it right. Um, that, you know, the idea of a Linux-based system has always scared me because of that. Um, you've, so you've the, never the, used a Linux system with, with a GUI? With the, never, like, no, no, no. Only ever, only ever just like, you know, you, you literally put the most basic thing on, uh, on a, a, an SD card and you, you just type into the console uh, and hope that it worked, basically. Um, okay. And I'm very impressed with the experience on the Steam Deck in terms of, um, you know, using Linux as a GUI and how it's set up it as the uh, to look more like Windows and function more like Windows and how great the Discover Store is and it's just really like brought me around and I've really sort of completely come back around and gone well maybe I could uh, now have like a Linux you know partition in my system maybe I could boot into Linux on my computer sometime you know um, wow. I see I've I've yeah. only ever used Unix based systems, either Mac or Linux. I've never really dabbled with Windows. I hate it. Okay. I absolutely hate Windows. Interesting. Um, what, is it because it's just so too user friendly for you? Is that, is that it? No, well I like to be able to get in there and tinker and I'm used yeah. to, you know, the the things that Linux presents me and the commands mm -hmm. I type in, you know, C D to change directory instead of whatever Windows uses. Uh, they're all different, and it's like it's learning something new. Windows now has a Linux subsystem you can install. You can install Ubuntu in order to um, yeah. do all of that stuff if you want to, which is which is really cool. Uh, but but Steam Deck has been lovely to tinker and play with, and like I'm getting mm -hmm. into the homebrew side of things, and it's been it's been fun. Like I I really enjoy that side of stuff. Pete, on the other hand, hates it. And if anyone's listened to the podcast before. Oh no, Pete's the kind of guy that just wants to get in there and just press a button and it works. And you mm -hmm. can do that right in the in the gaming mode. If you want to yeah. dig deeper, you can do. I'm interested, what are some of the games you've had to tinker with? Are they games that are not on Steam or are they games that said they weren't compatible and maybe you needed to change to Proton GE or something like that? A little bit of a mix, actually. So a lot of the... Uh... Legacy of Kane games, uh, and also I started playing Psychonauts as well, the original Psychonauts. They are on Steam. I've, I've had them on Steam. I've had them working on PC to varying success, you know. Um, but because they're so old, like they don't accept controllers or they just sort of don't work, and Steam has said they're unsupported. Um, but yeah, a lot of that is, is you know, you, you use Proton GE, and the, some of them sort of work. And I've found um, the community control schemes have been endlessly helpful in getting anything to work. Like, these games that just have mouse and keyboard controls and are I would have to spend ages trying to work out which buttons which map them all out you know so I know what I'm doing mapping the thumbsticks to work people who have done that for you and that's just such an underrated feature oh yeah the controller um, configs are, are oh. uh, like a lifesaver they really yeah are. For, for, for like most games as well so, so the one I actually had to properly tinker with was uh, Legacy of Game Blood Omen it came out on um, GOG last year it was a sort of PS1 game that had a, a PC launch a little while after, but back in 1997, um, I've played it on uh, PSP uh, a couple of times. Tried to sort of get somewhere with it, never, never sort of did. Um, and when I tried to boot it, it was just crashing and crashing. So I had to go into desktop mode. I had to get the right version of Proton. I had to, uh, I had to uh, download some mods for it. I had to get some extra files um, and mess with the wine settings and stuff like that. Um, and it worked really well. It, it just, you know, as soon as it works, it works, and you don't have to tinker any further. I think that's that's what's so good about a system like this is that 
you, they don't have to make a game playable on Steam Deck because a lot of the time you can do it yourself. Unless there's something like a server-side uh, anti-cheat, which which works things like Genshin won't work, Fortnite won't work, etc. You can you get can around actually... Genshin if you disable the anti-cheat, but they probably will ban your account. You can play Genshin yeah, on, yeah. on Steam Deck. Interesting. Well, I'm not going to because I had to write a guide about Genshin yesterday and I have no idea what is happening in that game. So No, me neither, fine. but I kind of want to try it just to see if you will get banned for turning off anti-cheat. Yeah, if, you, if you're not going to play it, then you might as well yeah, test it. I have no desire. Yeah. It's not like I'm not Why one of not? these whales that has spent thousands of pounds on, I don't know what you even buy in that game, coins? Gems? No idea. Throw yourself <laughs> on the fire so other people don't have to, Steve. That's just bravery. Be a martyr. Um... What was I going to say? Uh, in fact, where, where, where are we in the questions here? I've, I've been rambling for a long time. So, like, uh, I don't so know. <laughs> your overall impressions. I know you've plugged it in docked mode. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there anything outside of just playing games you've done on it? Obviously, you've done emulation. Have you tried any of, like, the game streaming stuff or using it as a PC? I uh, had a bright idea to use it as a streaming device. Uh both here at home when we were in our Airbnb in, in Edinburgh. Um, but I kept having the same issue where every time I sort of hooked it up and wanted to match the displays, they would go um, like vertical. Uh, and then <laughs> okay. I had to, it took me a little while to work out how to fix it back in on the Steam Deck thing. So I think if I was to do any research, I think it'd be capable of that. And I've, I've, I actually use, had to use it to, because when you take a, a screenshot of a game in an emulator, because that game doesn't exist in the Steam library, they you can't read the screenshots so i've had to tinker around with like okay i'll, I'll tweet the pictures from the steam deck and and that's been a because i don't have like a usb mouse and keyboard so i'm doing everything with the thumbsticks and the on, on screen keyboard and it's just been a bit of a bit of a, a mess that way but no i think i don't think this is ever going to replace a computer for me um i think the, the fact that it doesn't have a kickstand you'd have to take a kickstand with you the fact that you'd have to sort of bring a little usb mouse and keyboard or whatever well like, the idea is you bring the, the you'd bring the little steam deck dock with you right and it's a tiny little device and you would bring that and if you've got a bluetooth mouse and keyboard they'll connect no problem you could get yeah, one of those yeah, yeah. ones like the little foldy ones you know that have the trackpad built in and that'll be a yeah i've seen that i've seen those thing. ones i was i was gonna get one but i don't know if that if, if it's it didn't review that well basically um from the from what I saw, the one that I was looking at anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like instead of taking a device like a laptop around with you, you're taking four or five things. But I guess if I ever needed to have a laptop, the Steam Deck would, would do that in a way. You know, if I needed to quickly type something out for work and my, my phone wasn't doing it for me, you know, I could do it on the Steam Deck yeah. instead. I don't think it's going to, for me, become a multimedia device or anything like that. Um, I think it is, it is going to, because everything I can do on that, I can do on my phone. Uh, YouTube, I can do it so much quicker than going into desktop mode, opening Chrome with my finger, typing it in, finding the video. Um, I could literally just go on my phone and click on it. There's an app there waiting for me. Um, maybe if they were to sort of do apps in Steam, similar to how uh, the Switch has YouTube. You can, you, can and... you can get some apps in Steam. OBS, I think, is on the uh, the Steam store. Like, there are some things. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about like... Um, as in, um, like Netflix, uh, YouTube, like media streaming f- as a consumer, not as a stream. I mean, those those things are possible um, already because you can add you can add icons as like for bookmarks in Chrome or whatever to the to the store. There there should be a way to do that, like, like a lot simpler. I'll, I'll I'll admit that. Like, and you can also you know you can emulate Android if you wanted to. But these are all things that go way yeah. outside of the scope of what the Steam Deck was designed for, which ultimately is playing games. And the fact yeah. that it's got a PC underneath it to be able to be able to do all of this tinkering stuff, I think is is really cool. Uh, and you yeah, can really great, yeah. it really extends, I think, the possibilities of what the the Steam Deck can do because you're not restricted just to the Steam Store. If there are games yes, on other yeah. stores, you can do. Like uh, we were talking off mic, um, I've just signed up to the Humble Choice for this month because I wanted to get um, Deathloop on on Steam and. I wanted to try out Signalis, which uses their new Humble Collection app, which is only for Windows, but you can install it through Lutris. Bit of a pain in order to be able to log into the thing. But once you manage to get it up and running, you can just add that as a non-Steam game to Steam, and then you just launch all the games from within there, and it work, functions absolutely fine. So I'm probably going to be playing through Signalis this month on that, uh, and I'm going to be working on a video at some point talking about how you can get all of these 
non-Steam stores and non-Steam games on your Steam Deck in, in a really good way because the best way I've found is Heroic or Lutris. Heroic is probably the great, best yeah. way. Like It's easy peasy to install from GOG or from Epic. Uh, I think they're, they're ex- expanding the stores further out. And it'll also... And then you can use Boiler to import um, things from Lutris or from um, from Bottles if you've installed things manually. Because I've installed a few Abandonware games as well that aren't for sale anywhere else. Like uh, there's this version of Monopoly I used to play when I was a kid from Westwood. It's like from 1995, this game. And it's my favorite version of Monopoly. It's not available for sale anywhere else, probably because of all the licensing reasons, right? It's Monopoly. But I love it. And I can install it on the on the Steam Deck through bottles and all of this like um, community software which is really really awesome well i might have to speak to you then because i um downloaded the saw game uh managed to mount the iso in in desktop mode then i tried to add the launcher which i assume is the installer to steam but every time i click on it it won't work and i've tried all the different proton versions i've tried um G experimental. You'll, you'll need to install the work, game. Nothing has worked. Yeah, you'll probably need to install the game first through uh, bottles. It's probably the best thing. Um, okay. Install okay, the game to bottles, and then you can add a, a shortcut to Steam from bottles, which works really well. Or you can Excellent. use Boiler if you want it to find all the images and things for you, which is really nice. But um, I do the images manually, which has been a pain. So it's nice to know that there's something that lets yeah, you, Boiler lets you do will it. Uh, uh, Boiler will connect to Steam Grid DB. You need to get an API key from right. your Steam Grid DB account. But once it's done that, it'll use the title and just search for Steam Search, and you can just select which images you want. It's really really cool. So I'll be doing a video it's on the that. Steam Manager. So. Sorry, it's yeah, like Steam ROM Manager sorry, pretty said, much. Yeah, yeah, that one has had issues though, where it thinks that one game is another game, and I'm uh, loading up. Um, you know, it, it thought that Ico was something called Iconic and it was giving me these weird images and it thought that um, the Crystal Chronicles on the GameCube was Echoes of Time or Echoes of Fate, whichever one it is, on the DS. Uh, so it just kept giving me all this weird artwork and it was it was, it was a bit annoying, but I managed to do it all manually and hopefully an update to Emmy Deck doesn't break it again like it did uh, <laughs> the last time I updated. Fingers crossed. Uh, before mm. we before we move on to the news, is there anything you want to else you want to talk about on your experiences with the Steam Deck, or I know you wanted to talk about things that potentially you would change about it? Um, maybe we should. If, if that's probably a large topic that we can you can have me on again, just invite okay. myself back on. Maybe we can discuss that in a further thing. What I would like to say is that you should all be playing Prime Hack, and you should all be playing the Metro Prime Trilogy in the best way that it's ever been played because I am I was blown away by how easy it was to set up, how how well it worked and how they've managed to sort of make some changes and things to the to the actual game that um you know like the controller icons and you know instead of having to to hold a button and point to an icon to change your map that you're just on the D-pad. Like I don't know how they've done this stuff. They've modeled the game out so well. Um Nintendo have seemed to have no interest in releasing it on the Switch, and this is just the best version of Metro Prime, and you should all be playing it. That, you've, that's you, the have you installed end. the HD texture pack as well? Uh, I think it comes in Prime Hack, doesn't it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it does. I, I thought you had to install, still install that one manually, but I might be mistaken. I will, I'll have to double-check that. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'm going to look at this, because I thought it came in. Came I remember it looking pretty good, so you're probably right when I booted it up, because I did a, a video about Dolphin optimization. Yes. And yeah, uh, saw it, that, yeah. it looks really yeah. stunning and mm. performance-wise, amazing. Like really, really. That is solid the game 60. that the only game that when I plugged it into my TV and started messing around with the, the TV stuff, that's the only game that I was like, "There's no compromise here." That I'm not, I'm not having a sort of a chuggy frame rate. I'm not having like a, a stretched image. I'm not having um, like when I tried to do Wii U emulation because I'm missing buttons because the Steam Deck has these extra buttons that the other controllers don't have. Uh, I you know I, I can't swap to the the Wii U gamepad screen for example. So like Metro Prime, yeah, you can. I'm yeah, sure you the can swap. We... There's like um, Deck provides shortcuts to do it. I think it's like one of the back buttons. It swaps the screen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When I'm on the yeah yeah, but on the TV. Ah, right. Okay. I don't yeah. have those buttons. I've only got the buttons that I've got. Um, and what you need you know, is to get yourself an Xbox Elite controller, and then you've got those back paddles. I I just uh, I just traded in my Elite controller for for this and I regret it now, but it's fine. Uh, this is this is Bluetooth and just works straight away with the with the um. The, uh, Steam yeah, Deck, so. yeah. Maybe you yeah, just yeah. have to add then, the an, a Series Two Elite controller to your Christmas list. 
I mean, maybe, yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, they're, they're ridiculously expensive. The core model's oh, yeah. not that bad, but then you've got to add the paddles, and so then it just comes up yeah. the price anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. Or a Steam controller, which if you want to hear my experiences with that, then you can listen to the last episode, but I'm going to be playing some more with that. It's, it's okay so far. It's okay. Yeah. Steam, bring on Steam Controller 2. Bring on, bring I, on I agree. Back, bring on back buttons. Yeah. I, there's two back buttons on that one, but it's still not enough. I still need, I still need yeah. two more. But uh, yeah, so we had some uh, some news this week that some of it broke today, uh, which was Steam's Steam Deck's UI is replacing Big Picture Mode in uh, in Steam. So if you download the I'm beta God. version of the client, you can sign up and you put a flag in, and you can basically access what is what is internally known as Gamepad UI. Uh, and it replaces the big picture mode, which is really, really cool. Thank God. Like, I, so where um, where I've been swapping between PC and Steam Deck for things like Resident Evil and stuff that might benefit from being on a big screen, uh, and also just Steam Deck needs to charge sometimes, PC doesn't, so that's fine. Using big picture mode again has been painful. Um, it It's just so low res. There's just so many. To get from in a game to back out to quit, it's like six different button presses, it's just it's ridiculous and it's so outdated and i can see why if that was what they were running uh steam machines on why that you know might not have been a good a good yeah, idea yeah i mean the People steam the steam machines were a very long time ago at this point i mean that was what yeah. seven years yes it was only it was a while ago now so yeah, i'm really glad they've updated because i was you know when you put the, the steam deck onto a tv it feels like a a nice game UI and where I've done some of the pluggy um, decky plugins should say uh, I'd mess around with the CSS you know having that on the screen where it's you know the icons are centered and, and you don't have that um, bar at the bottom that has all the useless information about the games and stuff like it, it just feels like using a, a native uh, you know it feels like using a switch and I, and I like that um, that element of it but having that on the TV so if I'm uh, you know I, generally I'll turn my computer on I'll log in I'll sit on my bed and I'll, I'll get my controller out Anytime I have to get up and then click on something is an inconvenience to me. So being able to just have a nice looking UI that acts like a console, because that's what my PC mostly is. If I'm not working at it, if I'm gaming on it, I want it to function like a console. Yeah. Big picture mode doesn't do that for me in that way, but the Steam UI does. Steam Deck UI, I should say, does. So very looking forward to, to this. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm glad it's I'm glad it's finally broken out of the the Steam Deck. There's still some weird quirks, like the quick access menu can be tricky to get to if you don't know how to. It's actually Control Two is the key shortcut to access the quick access menu. If you want to access the Steam button menu, it's Control One. Or if you're using and a controller, you on a it's, controller? Mapped, it's mapped exactly the same as it is on oh. Steam Deck with the hold down the Nexus button or the PlayStation button and press A. Um, and then that will, that will do it. So it, it works phenomenally from what I've, from what I've heard from, um, from some friends. Uh, it can be a bit laggy on some uh, operating systems that don't support OpenGL um, like acceleration because essentially the Steam Deck UI is just a Chrome browser that runs a, a, React, a React web page. Um, and that's all, that's all it is. So it's just a web browser that's open. So uh, you kind of need a machine that can can hardware accelerate that but it, it it seems to run seems to run well i'm really excited about what this means for for steam deck competitors and competition at this point because up until now steam deck has been the the reigning champion in terms of ui at least in my opinion i know i and eo are working on their i and eo os uh and there are some uh, like gpd uh, i think had something in their gpd win that they had their own interface that you could tap into but the fact that now you have this native interface directly from steam i need to double check if game scopes included in that because if it is that would be amazing the fact that you'll be able to potentially do the the like capping a frame rate with the vsync support I know Decky works if you're running on a, a Linux-based system. You can run Decky with all of the plugins inside the Steam Deck UI on your on your desktop, which is really cool. Uh, but I, I think I think it's great, uh, and I love the fact that Valve is so open about it. Obviously, it benefits them because you're still using Steam, but it does open up the possibility for competitors to just use their interface at this point. It's great to see someone release something like the Steam Deck OS 
and <clears throat> unlike when the sort of the Switch OS was first revealed or first first came out, and it was like, oh, this is obviously just a, a version one. It's going to look totally different in five years' time, and here we are, five years later, and it looks almost identical. Maybe one extra button. Functionality is exactly the same. Steam Deck's been out what a year at this point, and it's you know they've just added so many features, they've added so many uh, improvements. They're just constantly updating it, and it and it's a big part of the user experience is in the menus. You know, it's not all about being in the games. And Steam Deck, Steam OS has, or Steam Deck OS, I should say, has has smashed it. And yeah, I'm very excited for, like you say, what this means for for competitors, what they're, they're going to do. Because um, what's put me off from handheld PCs before has has been that. Time to run a game, and it's like turning on a computer. It's going to the yeah. You know, it's, it's using the you've got to you've got to manually boot up button. Steam and find it. Yeah, I mean that and the cost involved with those machines. Like that's one yeah, thing so that expensive. Valve's not ever going to be beaten on. I don't think is price because I think yeah. they're running this at either a break even or a small loss on each of the units that they sell, and they're making yeah, it up in, in software sales because the that price is phenomenal when you look, compare it to something like an IMEO which doesn't even really come close in terms of performance it's it's night and day like you're looking at spending over a thousand pounds to get a, an IMEO uh, pro if you want to uh, bump it up and get somewhere close yeah. to the, the level of performance that you get from a Steam Deck but yeah this you can also compare it to like the the new Razer Edge you know that was sort of touted for some people uh, they were saying oh yeah. could it be like a Steam Deck uh, um, competitor and not only is it not that it's an Android phone with with that doesn't you know an Android phone that isn't actually a phone that doesn't have the the that sort of that has controllers on the side. It also well the controllers um, aren't even on the side. It's basically just a Razer Kishi that comes with it. So it literally yeah, yeah. is like an Android phone. You can take the the Kishi like you can take the tablet section out and you just it's like what is the point? Yeah. We've already all got a phone anyway. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that 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 system is. The same price as the basic Steam Deck. You know, it's um, why would you go for that option that is mostly going to be for streaming games when the Steam Deck does that? Maybe surely you might have to tinker a little bit more to get things like XCloud working, but there's videos like yours that show you how to do it in 10 minutes. You know, I've got Chiaki working in like in a matter of minutes, quicker than it took you to explain on the video I had it working. And the only issue I had is that my internal network's rubbish. So I was like, hey, that doesn't really work for me. But if you're the kind of person that's buying this Razer product, surely you already have, you know your network's good, that's why you're buying it. So why would you not just get the Steam Deck and, and, and have the native games and have the emulation and stuff like that? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't understand the point of that device or the Logitech device that we spoke about a few episodes back. Yep. Both of those just seem so overpriced. And if you're looking for like an emulation machine, those, like especially the Logitech one, it's so underpowered. It can't do anything higher than N64 emulation. You can get something like a Retroid Pocket that will do the exact same thing. It's a dedicated yeah. device. It's a lot cheaper. Granted, it doesn't do the cloud streaming, but you, do you really care about that anyway? Because you can do that on your phone if you really wanted to. I mean, maybe some people specifically do want to be able to do that, but I've had nothing but a bad experience when it comes to xCloud. It's it's laggy. It's not worked well for me. And that could just be because my internet sucks, you know? I'm probably in the same boat as you, that my network internally is okay because my house is fairly small and, you know, I've got a decent router. But when it comes to the, the internet coming into my house, it's not great and I can't really stream anything from it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Um, it's just all, that's what they're focusing on when the Steam Deck has has been such a, a smash hit. But then again, that must also come down to the fact that Valve are willing to take a hit on that price-wise. Razer, you know what Razer's like, they, they're not willing to take a hit on 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 a price where they can make it green and whack up the price a little bit. You know, I'm being reductive here, but you know, um, they're, they're not going to release a device that's as good as the Steam Deck for the same price as the Steam Deck. And devices like that exist. You know, the Steam Deck is, is doing well for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. But alongside the big picture UI, it looks like uh, they are also prepping for SteamOS to get an installer finally. So some people were digging around as they do, and Steam Deck HQ were reporting that the the, uh, software, it's called SteamOS Media Creation, uh, has been found on Valve's public repositories. Uh, and this is just a little window that pops up, asks you to provide an image to the operating system, and it will walk you through the process of creating an image that you can then use to install SteamOS either on a partition on another machine or just as your entire operating system. Similar to how you would download like an ISO of Windows 
and then you would go ahead and install that on another machine. So it looks like the prep the work is in progress. It doesn't the app doesn't function at the moment. But they're obviously making steps towards that and it's really nice to see because I'm ready to run SteamOS on another device at this point and see what else you can really eke out of it because I'm constantly impressed with what Proton delivers and sometimes I feel like it's probably going to outweigh what you can get na running natively on Windows. I know games like um, Elden Ring, for example, really benefited from some of the work that Valve did with Proton. And I'm sure that's not the only only example. I'm sure there are other cases as well. Yeah, if you could, if you could take what you can do in SteamOS and if you can take um, how simple a lot of this stuff is um, and put some more power behind it, you might be able to get like a genuinely, you might be able to build yourself like a, a small gaming computer that never touches Windows. You know, you just install that on it. Um, and like a Steam machine, I guess, you know, where you've built yourself a little computer that like you can get those little compact ones where everything is neatly folded in together and it's all sort of one little unit. Put, put the Steam OS on that. Um, and you I know, you've got yourself a little. I love that. Yeah. Something yeah. like, even something, something like a, a 1660 Super or something in there. A decent graphics, uh, very, a decent graphics card will way outperform what you can get on the Steam Deck, but it would be so cool, wouldn't it? And I really want to see Valve uh, actually expand into to doing Steam machines again at some point. I just want, I don't want them to get third parties to do it. I just want a tiny little box that you can plug into your TV that's a little bit more powerful that can potentially hook up to like a Valve Index, so I can get the full Steam experience on my TV. Yeah, I think you could go the Mac route where there's one device and you you choose what's inside it at the point of buying. That's probably going to make it more expensive in the long in the long run. But because of this this new you know this this SteamOS imaging thing, it's probably going to be entirely possible to just do it yourself uh, with with your own. Uh, your oh own... yeah, you absolutely will be able to. I mean, people have been able yeah. to do this anyway because they've extracted the uh, the images from the Steam Deck itself, uh, and they're calling it Hollow. Uh, hollow image and you can use that and you can install it on other devices and people have been doing that but it's not officially supported obviously yeah. things are probably going to break alongside the uh, official installer valve has also promised that that's the point when we get official support for dual booting windows on the steam deck as well which is also okay. really exciting because up until now you've been able to boot it from a micro sd card if you know how to to do it or if you follow a tutorial but it's not been an easy process. It's quite long, it's quite arduous. Whereas, hopefully, what you'll be able to do is open up the, the Steam OS installer and say, I want to install Windows. And that will allow you to create a separate partition on your drive. You can install Windows to that. And then when you boot, you hold down, I think it's the power and the minus key. And that brings you up into the, the kind of boot manager. And you can choose, do you want to go into Steam OS or do you want to go into Windows? And so for the games or the apps that just can't run, on Proton at the moment, you do have the option of going into to Windows. So say, for example, like something like Genshin Impact, if you didn't want to risk getting banned by disabling anti-cheat, you could boot into Windows and play that just one specific game. Yeah, for me, I, I was tempted to, to pull, the finger, pull the finger, pull the trigger and do it myself when I spent ages um, downloading the Battle.net installer, adding it as a Steam game, running it, getting it all working, wait an hour for Overwatch 2 to install, probably not an hour, exaggerating, wait for Overwatch 2 to install, boot it up, and it's working, and then like three minutes later, it, it freezes, doesn't crush, just freezes, and you have to sort of back out of it. And I've, I've looked it up, and all of the advice has been install Windows, install Windows, just install Windows and run it on there. And it, it just seems like something I don't want to do. So if it was a supported thing, and I could just do it without having to sort of go through messing around with things, and, you know, possibly buggering things up um I'd, I'd be glad to do that um in fact i need to speak to you at some point and remind me i need to know how you install not proton but but wine proton not ge proton sorry why i need to why do you need to install a, wine uh well no so when the latest version of proton ge came out 38 or whatever in the patch notes it said added support for overwatch 2 or added the fix for overwatch 2 uh shader um creation which is what was causing the crash but then it said underneath it proton isn't meant for for running uh you know don't use proton to run overwatch use wine blah blah blah. it was in the patch notes i tried oh, looking wait, up you install through, out to do it myself uh how are you installing it what app did you use to install the uh, battle net installer i just installed it i used proton to set it up 
Um, oh, use something like Bottles or Lutris. In fact, Lutris, okay. I think, probably has an installer built in. You just search for battle.net and it will probably come up. Uh, and then at that point, what you would do uh, is is you can select what you want to run it on. By default, Lutris will use Wine. Um, uh, let me have a look. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a battle.net installer. Yeah, there is. So um, Is Lutris a flatback? Yeah, Lutris is a flatback. There is an issue, and I'll tell you, but there's like a command line you might need to run, uh, might need to run. But you can install uh, Battle.net through Lutris as official support for it, um, and you just click install, and then it will walk you through it. And then from there, you select which game you want to want to install and which game you want to play. Yeah. So Lutris is is a really good tool to use. It has its problems. My I prefer Heroic over Lutris, but there are pros and cons. Lutris supports a lot more things. Um, but you know, try both if you and see which one works best for you. But give Lutris a go. Also by Lutris, thank you. Thank you, Steve. Uh, sorry <laughs> for the, the handbrake there. I, I'm, you know, I, I will su- sponsor Lutris because it's it's incredible. It's uh, open source software, so yeah. it's like yeah, you have to give it props where it's needed, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And if if you find it helpful, they've got a Patreon, so go and go and support them. So the next thing on the news uh, ticket this week was um, was something that I I guess I I found, um, and that was a hidden settings menu in the Steam Deck um, on the latest uh, preview build, and it was a customization menu. So I was faffing around with with uh, with Decky. I'm building a new plugin at the moment, um, which I, I won't spoil, uh, but I'm having a good time with it. And there's a developer mode in in Decky that allows you to enable a Valve internal flag, so that the Steam Deck thinks you've got a Valve email address. And when you turn that on, a bunch of hidden stuff appears around the operating system. One of them is an internal menu, which is designed for development purposes. There's something called the Zoo in there, which allows you to play with all of the UI elements, which is really fun. Uh, but don't mess around in that if you don't know what you're doing. But there was a new menu that was found called customization and from there it says that you can install startup movies i don't know why they're calling them movies startup movies from the points shop uh, so i can finally spend my hundred and thirteen thousand points on something and i'm quite excited about that they they call it startup movies because they're going to have um the whole of morbius on there and you have to watch it every time you want to turn your steam deck on that's the that's why they call it movies. Not Shrek. Um, yeah, that's, that seems to be what everyone wants is Shrek. Oh yeah, no, I saw Shrek now. More, more BS, I'm bringing back the old, the uh, say old was this year somehow uh, <laughs> memes. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. I've got all of these Steam points. Buying the Steam Deck just filled me with Steam points. And I was like, oh, I'll buy a couple of keyboards and I'll buy this. And I was oh, like, the there's no chance. Themes are so boring as well. Like, there's yeah, nothing there. Yeah, I agree with you. I, yeah, I, I while I don't give a do we swear on this one? Do we swear on on, on flip screen games stuff? Yeah. While I don't give a shit about startup movies because I I why who cares, man? Who cares? Well, um, that hurts. Max. I do. I like, made I made a whole plugin that helps you install these things. And I'm sure the people that want that were very <laughs> very happy that you did that. Um, sadly, that's not me. I'll be very happy when you do my uh, icon resizing plugin. That'll be really happy. Happy with that one. Um, but I'm very excited about the prospects of having more cost customization options where even if it's just like, uh, you know, themes or, or even just like being able to, to buy like icons and color schemes and stuff like that, that, that makes you let you make the steam deck yours. I would be cool. Like I, yeah. I can imagine them probably going deep into valve nostalgia. I can imagine we'll probably get stuff like, um, like a GLaDOS boot up screen and so yeah. Some portal theme stuff, some Half Life stuff, maybe some Dota Bundling stuff in themes. there. Yeah, like if you could bundle a theme, I would buy a portal theme that might maybe as you well, move between the game from the home screen get... and go between the two portals. Yeah, oh, that would be cool. But there's like themes you can get for your profile, right? Because I know some, I know um, someone in the community has got a Cult of the Lamb uh, profile theme. Uh, it would be really cool if they let developers do that and, and let developers kind of allow you to spend your points or maybe you get that as like a pre-order bonus or when you buy the game. That would be really cool, like being able yeah. to just have something that's exclusive. If you've bought the game through Steam, you can actually experience themes and things. Like That was going to be one of my questions. Like Where would you like this to go? Because I'm actually with you. I, 
I played around with the custom boot animations for a while, and I was just like, yeah, this was cool, but like, how often do you actually restart your Steam Deck? You, like, put it to yeah, sleep, I mean, and when you put turn it back on, it's awake. Yeah, every time I uh, enter and exit desktop mode, maybe, I'll see, I'll see it quite a lot, but I'm also looking away at that point. I am looking at my phone, or I'm watching something on the TV, or I'm talking to someone. Like, I'm not intently staring at the screen going, I really wish that boot-up animation went through all the different handheld consoles and then, then became the Steam Deck. Like, some of them are clever, some of them are interesting. Maybe just to watch as GIFs on on Reddit once. Not not to, to mess around with this. The, the Not that you have to mess around anymore if it's this simple. And maybe if it is that simple and I'm like, oh, cool, this, this cool GLaDOS... It's already crazy it... simple, Max. Download Animation Changer from Decky and just go to the store on there. There's hundreds of them and you just click and download and, and applies it immediately. I knew you'd be... I gave, gave you a chance to, to be plug in your plug in there. So yeah, it's a good plug in. Officially supported then. Officially supported. Not that I'm above dicking about with the the Steam Deck. Um, you know, some of this I've been messing around with the CSS stuff that you can't you know, do. I, in, I, in, I, um, I do wish all of that stuff was officially supported though. Like I do wish animations are officially supported through the point store. I do wish there was a way to apply custom themes officially supported because every time there's an update. Yeah, De- Decky's suffered with this the last week or so. It breaks everything. Like the preview build, yeah. Decky was broken on it for a while. It would be great to have it officially supported, so you can like inject your own CSS files if you want to, or buy one from the point shop because you can actually do that on the Steam, the, yeah. the desktop Steam client. There are themes yes. on there. It would be cool if they extended that over, especially considering the Steam Deck UI is now available on desktop. To extend those themes over to the yeah. new UI, it's I think any any kind of uh, a, a customization option, more options, is always a good thing. You know, there's never been a bad you know UI option. You know, maybe a, a feature might be wrong or something you're forced to, do, but an option is never a bad thing. So to have all of these, to have these things be officially supported, it would would be great. And I'd be very interested to see, like you say, if if they do hand out to developers, and it'd be very interesting to see like um, when. I don't know, Returnal or Bloodborne gets released on PC, for example, in a year, a year's time, and this might be a feature by then, are Sony going to go, well, we have these themes on the PlayStation. Why don't we do like a, a Bloodborne... Do they just Steam do themes theme? on PS5? I thought yeah. they hadn't introduced those yet. No, it's probably PS4 I'm, I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, PS5 yeah, is I'm still sorry, yeah, like my... boring as hell. Like the Nintendo Switch has yeah. two themes, light and dark. It's just like, seriously? Awful. Awful stuff. Like, but these, these are also things that, that I've never... It'd be nice on the Switch. I'd like that, but it's never hurt my experience with the Switch to like no, not turn it on and have a picture area behind it. But it's something that would be nice. Um, People like customizing, you know. I, I, yeah. and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's a reason that on your computer you can change your desktop picture because if everything was yeah. the same, it would be really boring. Uh, and yeah. and I know that's something that that Android people have really been able to experience for a very long time. And iOS is still pretty locked down it looks like how apple wants it and it's nice to be able to customize it and and have it feel unique and fresh on your own and you can put things where you want them in their own place and and if valve does extend the customization which i think they will because the fact that the tab is called customization and not startup movie i think indicates that probably the keyboard themes are going to move into there and we'll probably also start to see other things because on the point shop they've also changed the name from uh, keyboards to steam deck items so I do think we'll probably start seeing a few more things in there. Um, and whether whether that is just started movies to begin with and then they extend, extend it out later on, I, I I think it's nice. Like you say, choices are always always a good thing to have. Yeah, I agree. What's one thing aside from themes and customization options like that that you would love to be able to spend your points on? For me, the number one thing I want to be able to transfer my points into is discounts like I can do on yeah uh, on my Nintendo Switch? Yeah, I I was when I I mean haven't really or hadn't touched PC gaming properly for a little while. So when I bought my Steam Deck and it said, "Oh, you've got your Steam points," and I was like, "I have Steam points," and I and I looked further into it, um, and I was like, "I have all these Steam points to spend," and I sort of I, I got the near Automata Steam's um, the the the, the um, profiles theme and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, maybe this is maybe this is like the gold coin. Maybe I can turn this into. But no, it's it's just for customization. I think there's nothing I'd want more than that. However, I also feel like Steam is 
cheap enough that it doesn't maybe doesn't need that. Yeah, you're right, um, and 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 it's unfair of me to ask that. It's just it's kind of me being cheeky because so entitled. Yeah, there's. I just don't know what else I would spend them on. I I find mm-hmm. that those steam points and also the, like the collectible trading things. Like I just I've I've never really yeah, I've engaged never with that. any of it. It's mm-hmm. just like I just. I'm sure there are people yeah. out there that have, but. It's, I've got 113,000 points, and I think the most expensive thing on the store is like 2,000. Yeah, you're never going to spend it. Um, I mean, it could be that maybe they, when they do this, they try and um, normalize the economy of it and um, say that a pack of themes isn't 2,000, it's 10,000, for example, and you're you're having to spend more because you have so many. But also... It could just be that because you have so many, you just get to enjoy the freedom of being able to pick whatever you want, and eventually, it, you know, effectively, it becomes like a free for all for a while until you spend them all. But, but still, um, I could see that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, it kind I of feels pointless any... at that, at, like that stage. It's just like, why did you make them behind a points system if yeah. everyone who bought a Steam Deck got given like fifty thousand points? What was yeah, the point yeah, in the, that? The points have no value, right? So. In fact, that's a good point. The points have no value. So to add a customization tab and have all these customization options be locked behind a points system is odd. But I guess it what it does is incentivizes you to buy from Steam and not do what I do, which is often go to CD keys, find that game for cheaper, and just buy the the, the Steam code. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that similar to the the Switch uh, online stuff, those gold coins are supposed to incentivize you buying on the eShop as opposed to buying a game secondhand or even just buying new. You get more for buying a physical game new. Um, no, you don't. That's a lie. But still, you do get you get them for buying a physical game new. You don't get them for buying secondhand. And I, I think that it's more about incentivizing you maybe to, to just buy on the Steam store. Um, it could even be that we that we see that it's not just Steam coins. They have premium ones that are real money. Um, or maybe you buy points with actual money if you run out or something. I don't. I don't know. Uh, it'd be yeah. interesting to see. Interesting to see. I would imagine we're probably a week or two out at this point. They're, they're refining up the the preview build as we speak. They're constantly squashing bugs. So the pace at which Valve manages to release software never fails to astound me. Like they, honestly, it feels like we wait months and months and months for a PlayStation update and they add folders. Yeah. And like the amount of stuff that Valve's added stabilization, stabilization. It it feels like um, it it does feel a bit like the Steam client hasn't been touched in a while. But maybe that's just because I haven't played it in a while. No, I go regularly on the Steam think, client and see uh, new features. Yeah, this, however, is and it's great. Um, yeah, I, I, was I, I think they got complacent, or they they were really busy with the Steam Deck and the Steam Deck UI, yeah. right? But I I feel like. They're slowly moving everything over. We've got the new UI coming to big picture mode. I think after that, kind of makes sense for them to make the store look like the store looks like on the Steam Deck on the actual native Steam client. I could see them tidying that up. I don't think it needs a complete rewrite. It just needs a, a UI refresh at this point. Make everything look a little bit, I don't know, nicer. It's just everything's a bit clumsy yeah. and squashed and... Close together, and the Mac client was trash. And I think even on Linux, it said, "Do you want to add a, a start menu shortcut?" I think it still does when you install something. It's just like we don't have start menus on on Linux or on the Mac. So it's just yeah. like, why is that still in there? And it just shows a lack of care and attention. But I do think that they are they are showing that they do have the ability to show that care and attention on the Steam Deck. Yep, and. I- I guess it's one of those things that we're just going to be in in a year's time when I inevitably come back on, we're going to be having a completely different discussion about a completely different pe- looking piece of software, probably at that point. Uh, or does that be firmware? I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just it's evolving at a rate that no other system is, and it's got me enthusiastic about the future of it. Whereas usually with with Steam products or, or Valve products, there's always that wariness of like, how long is it going to last? You know, the Steam controller, the Steam machines, they never really properly launched, but but they've just dropped so much stuff and focused on being a store again for so long that yeah. when they first announced the Steam Deck, I remember saying, this isn't going to last. But then when I think it was specifically seeing you get yours and um, to talk weekly on Twitter about the the features that are coming and you, you said, Oh, I wanted this and they've done it or they think they've increased this or improved this. And I was like, they're actually doing it. You know, it could also be that they released it earlier than, or they released it before the 
uh, UI team or the, the OS team had managed to catch up. But it Yeah, but that's no different to competing products, right? Like the PS5 launched without folders, it launched without SSD support, it launched without VRR, yeah. it launched without uh, the ability to use the uh, extendable SSD slot that you couldn't even... There was a piece of hardware that you couldn't access because the software wasn't ready. So I don't think yeah. that's any different. They And I think they picked the right features to cut. The dock didn't ship at launch, and they they focused on the handheld mode, and then they've slowly chipped away and improved the docked experience, and they're they're still doing it right. There's still VRR mm-hmm. support still isn't properly in there. It will be at some point. Uh, you know, it's a work in progress, and and I think you have to look past a lot of the the a lot of the issues. The stable yeah. channel feels really stable at this point. The the OS. And I and I think people can look past that because the the device itself and what it offers is really kind of next level. Yeah. And not not once in a million years would I have thought that I could play the the caliber of games I can play on a handheld yeah. when I was a kid. Like and as and as easy as it is as well. The fact that the fact that a third party developer or even just like like you, someone in your special little bedroom or wherever, wherever and this is in your house can develop something like Emudeck, for example, that in one click. It installs and configures every emulator you could ever want, and then and then and then configures all that stuff, right? It, it's not just the fact that it lets you do these things; it's how easy it is to let someone else do the legwork for you. Um, it's also very impressive. Um, yeah, well, people are excited I about it, right? Product. It shows the enthusiasm, yeah. the excitement for the product, the fact that MU Deck was out within like a month of the Steam Deck being released because people were excited mm-hmm. about it and, and they wanted to be able to play those things on that device, and they could. Uh, I it, think that's the first one. I've- so I was going to say, I think it's the first time I've been an early adopter and felt like it's paid off because I get yeah. to be excited about what's coming instead of when you sort of like with the Switch, I was excited about the games, but everything else about it was just like, oh, there's issues, there's issues. Oh, well, there's even the, the games, right? It was like, I, I finished Breath of the Wild. What do I play now? I'm just, oh, God, I don't want to, I don't want to go and do another shrine. I guess I'll play Snipperclips. What else is on the store? You play fast oh, RMX like the rest of us. And you're happy with it. I played that like geometry machine or whatever it was, like the one of the shapes that you shoot or whatever. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. That oh, was, that was good. Yeah, I remember that one as well. Do you remember when uh, this just to do a bit of switch nostalgia? Do you remember when people were genuinely excited about Snake Out coming out because it was like a game that was coming to Switch, and then it just came and went within a, like a, a, a day because it just wasn't really that great. I don't know. It was a funny time. Yeah, well, Pete, you put anything on there, and it it like turned to gold, right? It was yeah, it was a moment, yeah. yeah. But anyway, we'll definitely have to have you back on to talk about the future of the Steam Deck because it definitely seems like it. Love to. It looks I've got, bright. I've got a list. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be a fun one. Uh, let us know down in the comments. I want to know how many Steam points you have. Is anyone going to beat my record of one hundred thirteen thousand? I really want to know. So let me know your number down in the comments. Uh, and if you're not watching on youtube then hop into our discord you can find the link on our website flipscreen.games uh, that's where you can find us everywhere on the web uh including our patreon if you want to support us that's the best way you can support us um head over to patreon.com flipscreengames max before we close out let everyone know where they can find you you can find me on twitter at max l right awesome and we shall see you next week and pete should be back so i shall see you all then bye, bye.